Once again, the Fifth Dimension Lounge. Welcome back to the podcast. I am the Duke of Detroit. With me, I have MJ, Chuck, and Tim. Good to see you, gang. I know we're saying, like, good to see you, like, hey, how are you? But the truth is, we just got done wrapping up the last episode where, how do I not even know what we just talked about? It was uh, concerts we concerts. wish we had seen. It's probably yes. a good thing. Yes. Yes. So we are sufficiently <laughs> coming down from some kind of high and are now concentrating on new and better things. Tonight's episode... Adult cartoons. Yeah. Hey. So it doesn't have to be strictly like for adults, but as an adult, something you've watched that you love. I like it. I guess. Yeah. I'm mm. in. Perfect. Don't know where my notes are. Social. Your notes are, why do you have so many pieces of paper? This is very upsetting. Social. How did you lose them again? That's a whole other story. It's a whole other story you don't even care about. <laughs> well, <that's- laughs> it's cool, man. I just want to make sure you have your stuff. I'm sufficiently high still. So Me too. I'm going to try to keep this together and keep it relatively brief. You're doing great. Over explaining it. You're doing great. I just got done watching Stranger Things season three. Hustled through Stranger Things season four. Played pinball with Chuck playing Stranger Things. Like I'm embracing it. Mm-hmm. Looked you up are. some different playlists. By the way, Olivia Newton John, Twist of Fate on a Stranger Things playlist. Ooh. That was pretty exciting. I love that fucking song. Nice. Made you guys listen to that one time on the show. Like it. You hated it then. Which reminds me. I loved it in Stranger Things. We were super high one night before I get to the Stranger Things. We were super high one night. Chuck's Blue Loft, uh, Blue Dream Lighthouse. And we're sitting up there and he goes, dude, just play something like that is, how did you describe it? You wanted something that comes at you in waves. (laughs) (laughs) That's what you said. I said that? You wanted a crescendo. It was you and the Dungeon Master. You guys were both tits up, staring at the ceiling. So happy we were in the perfect zone. We had smoked that banana hooker. Oh, that's right. Oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. banana hooker. That stuff was all comes back. Interesting. Yeah. So we're barely moving, and we're not even talking. He goes, "Play something that comes to me at waves." And I go, "All right, man, I'm going to play something, but you're not allowed to say anything till it's over." He's like, "All right." And I put on Xanadu by Olivia <laughs> Newton-John. <laughs> that song goes for fucking ever. And it's the same thing over and over and over again. And I'm just sitting straight up watching both of them. And they're both smiling ear to ear. And it finally gets done. I go, that was Xanadu. And Chuck goes, oh, I know. <laughs> I remember none of this. You don't remember that? No, no. It does not come at you in waves. It's it did not. <laughs> It's not a wave song. Oh, well, why'd you do that to me? I don't know. I thought it was really funny. <laughs> All right. God damn. Stranger Things. Let's yes. get back to that. We wrapped up the seasons. MJ, you finished as well. Yes. Season four. Yes. What did you think? Uh, it, it does. I continue to enjoy the show very much um, and just enjoy it for the level of science fiction and that it is. And uh, I, I think it's been a great show i, I absolutely really enjoyed agree. it i love the new characters introduced this time i love vecna yes i love the story of how vecna came to be it's not time for you to leave 
Did you see that coming before it was like revealed, like in the moments before? I really did, actually. Stop I fig- it. I figured it out. And you knew Bruce Willis was dead in Sixth Sense? <laughs> Everybody knew that. I Everybody. did not. Okay. I did not act, figure okay. that but out. But you until figured the very out early end. that Vecna was that one kid. Was the guy from. Like, how yeah. early? How early do you think? Like when he very first introduced oh, okay. himself to Al in, in the um, Rainbow Room. But did okay. you know he was the child that lived in that house? The son of the guy that had his eyes um, cut. I don't feel like they put a lot of emphasis on that no. until a little bit later on in the in the um, in the season. Yeah. So I felt like I, event, you know, I mean, that eventually came together naturally. I think it did. I I didn't figure it out till that episode when they're unveiling it or unveiling it. Roots. <laughs> I can't, I can't, I can't say that word. Roads. Unveiling. Unveiling. Unveiling it. That sounded weird. Revealing. Roads. Roads. <laughs> you had reveal and unveiling mixed up. That's what I was or looking combined. for. It's making my own word. Yeah. Well, I had just barely saw it coming before that, that he was the child. I, mm-hmm. I put that together. I myself also put together that he was Vecna, but not as early as I think you did. I, it was, I was really high when I was watching it. So I was more mesmerized by everything that was yeah. happening. But there was a point when I was like, why do they keep showing this one dude? Clearly, he's important about something. I'm like, oh, shit. I wonder if he's Vecna. Yeah. Like, then it started to make sense. But I still had no idea how. Yeah. And But, boy, that was a pretty neat story. I felt like he was an important character the moment that he had introduced himself to her, especially with just what was going on with Elle and Eleven in this season and her having lost her... Uh, powers temporarily and and trying to get them back so one thing they do in this i find really interesting is they keep showing flashbacks like Elle's dreaming and seeing herself as a child reliving the memories Mm -hmm. and it will show her for a few moments as that child through cgi and then it'll show her as today but in the same outfit so she's kind of walking through her own dream as herself I thought they did a really good job at that, but I was so high. You know how sometimes you're high and you catch stuff and you feel like really smart? This was the opposite. I kept forgetting that she was going through a dream. I thought this was all happening like now. And I'd forget, like, oh, yeah, yeah, that's (laughs) fucking 10 years ago. I got to remember that. That's 10 years ago. It did confuse me at first. And and honestly, TJ's catching up on it. So I've kind of been rewatching it alongside with him as he's been going. And that's something that's made a lot more sense to me the second time around. And I, you know, so yeah, I, I like how they did that though. That, that parallel of her today and trying to ha- dig up this memory, watching herself from then. He and the others are going to attempt to kill you right here in this room. And Papa will allow it to happen. In fact, he wants it to happen. It's, it's really interesting. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of things. Well, I'm going to get back to that in a minute. Chuck, what did you like about the show? Um, I enjoyed it. Or did you like it? I no, should say. I, I did like okay. it. Um, it took me a while to get into the fourth season. Like, it was out for weeks after we even picked up one episode. Um, I, I didn't love season three. Okay. So I wasn't, like, excited to see season four. Um, but once I got into it, man, I really thought that they, they really had a really good, like horror aspect to it this season that I don't think was there like that 
like that much. It wasn't as, I don't know. It, it felt like a real, like actual, like scary show in a way. Mm. Like they, yeah. they kind of took like the kid show part of it. Like they've grown up. And I think that showed in the series. Yeah. I really enjoyed that. Like they did with Harry Potter, kind of. Uh, like sure. it started out I, just. I actually never watched Harry Potter. <laughs> well, I, my, more yeah, my point I, is it started out youthful and yes, innocent. Exactly. And like yeah. the older exactly they got, right. the darker yeah. they got. And they that's when they got them. real. Yes. <laughs> exactly. I just want to make note of that comment. Yeah. Chuck, you've never watched Harry, never Potter? Watched Harry Potter? I haven't either. Accio Fireball! I read the books. I didn't read the I never the read movies. the books either. I'll, I'll give you pass. Okay. You only. Well, you know, I, I skipped Harry oh. Potter altogether <clears throat> yeah. originally because I had no desire to read the books, and I thought they were children's movies based on the books. So I didn't want to see it because I had no connection to it whatsoever. Yeah. My daughter was too young. I'm sorry. My daughter had skipped it because she was born in 95 when they started coming out. She was too young for it. And then by the time I got around to my son, and when he was born... When he became of age, we started reading it together, and I was hooked. Yeah. I, I fell in love with it. But then I went back and tried to watch the first movie, but the technology wasn't there, right? I mean, going backwards 20 years, technology wasn't as great as, as it is today, and it just made the whole movie look old to me. So I, just, I couldn't even watch it. Yeah, overall, I think it's, I mean, it's a, it's a really good series of movies. It's well mm-hmm. done. You know, is it, okay. an idea that is skip, completed. You can skip one and two. <clears throat> sure. Yeah, okay. you could. Uh, Nonetheless. Yeah, I was just a little bit too old, I think, when they came out. You know what I mean? Like, it was It just, at the time, I was like, ah, this is not for me. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's got to be, I think, a fantasy realm that you are into in some way, shape, or form, right? Yeah, I think it was just the age that I was at when it came out. It just felt like something that I just wouldn't be into, and probably if I went back to it, I'd enjoy it. Yeah, yeah. I didn't mean for us to digress. Oh, that's okay. Yeah, let's Stranger switch back to Stranger Things. Things. I'm going to point out a couple of things I really liked. One, there's Nancy, one of the heroines of the story, and there's her boyfriend, Will's brother, and I can't even fucking think of his name. Doesn't matter. I've never understood the two of them together. It did not work for me. Mm-hmm. But in the beginning of season four, they do this really neat piece of the story where she's on the other side of the U.S. compared to where he is, and you're seeing them both have the same conversation about each other. Mm-hmm. She's talking to somebody about her boyfriend and how great he is and how strong he is and what he's done. And then he's having the conversation telling somebody about her and how much he loves her and how strong she is and what she's done. He's caring and compassionate and... Incredibly ambitious. And she's never done a single thing halfway in her life. He's so protective over the people that he loves. If she takes on the editor of the school paper, she's going to make that the best goddamn school paper that ever existed. And he'll never back down from what's right, what's moral. No matter the pressure, no matter the personal cost. That's why I love him. That's why I love him. Everything between us is perfect. And seeing them flip back and forth, having two sentences at a time, it really worked. All of a sudden, they were a couple to me. It's like, oh, I get Mm. it. They're together. So they had some neat little story writing things like that. Then they also explored things that, quite honestly, I'd forgotten were part of the show because I haven't really watched it in so long. Season one, Elle with the, you know, going through those dark rooms and the, you know, just in the black space, walking through the water, looking for somebody. And yeah. We always thought they were looking for Russians. Mm-hmm. And now you see what she was really looking for. Is that why I was searching the darkness? Was I looking for him, for Henry? No, no. We were focused on the Soviets. 
You knew that. Papa does not tell the truth. Henry said that. Blew my mind. It was yeah. like, holy shit, how long ago did they plan this? Because so many little pieces like that fit and worked, and it feels like it was not come up with on the spot. This was originally. They wrote out a great story that was going to be five big chapters, uh, five big stories. And so I started doing a little research backwards, and I realized, oh, my God, originally when they pitched this, they had a Bible for the show of where they thought all of this was going. Mm -hmm. Anyway, I, I thought the show was absolutely fascinating. Again, they balance all the characters very well. Everybody gets their due. Mm -hmm. Nobody in the show is more important than the other. Yeah. They all have roles where they're actually good, and they have meaty parts. Kid Lucas in this episode, oh, I mean, from beginning to end, he had this really neat role where yeah. he was between being mm -hmm. an athlete and between with, with his yes. nerd friends, and he's kind of stuck in the middle. Like, this is yes. real stuff that happens to kids. I can see my son looking at that and seeing himself there. Yes. That so, it highlights the challenges of coming of age where, you know, you have choices to make on your groups of friends when you start exploring other activities and things outside maybe your who who your homies normally are. Yeah. And then what's uh what's your girl's name? The daughter of Ethan Hawke and Uma Thurman? I don't know Maya. why I can never oh. Maya. Yeah. Yeah. They're listening to fucking records. Everybody's fucking awake. So Maya, like she's a perfect example. New character. She didn't get Robin. Robin. Sorry. She, she didn't get more lines. She didn't get anything different, but you can tell she's more comfortable with her character in this one. And mm -hmm. she it's She's really expanded that role, even though she's playing the same role. It's, I don't know. There was little things like that that I loved, but one of my favorite parts is Hopper. Run, you die. You hear, American? Like in the beginning, I'm yeah. like, this show's so stupid. He's in a prison in Russia, and he's going to be back in like two episodes in the U.S. Mm -hmm. And then you get further in the season, further <laughs> in the season, mm -hmm. and everything he plans goes wrong, right? No matter what he does, uh, yes. it ends up being wrong. And they're still waiting there. So, you know, he breaks out of the prison, and they find him in the church. He went through all that length, mm. injured his own body, everything mm -hmm. he had to do to make sure he could escape just and, to make and it the guy who's right supposed to come get him coughed him up <laughs> yeah. and goes back into prison. Just yep. to make it worse now oh, because so worse. you tried to escape. I appreciated that nothing was working. Yeah. He was doing everything he could and he kept getting screwed. Uh, and then same with uh, Winona Ryder and... Murray. Murray. Oh, Murray. I love Murray. I love Murray. You okay? Okay, I'm great! Woo! Oh, nothing like a little prison escape to get your day started. Am I right or am I right? He's Very much. incredible. He's in the a great show. supporting actor and, and role in this show. Yeah, I agree. And the way just all that falls apart, they end up joining together, but again, they're in Russia. And they keep saying things like, we got to get back to the kids if we leave now. We need to get out of here, back to the States. Can you get us to another plane? And the same thing's happening. The kids are in California. They're like, we got to get to Hawkins if we leave now. And I kept thinking in my head, there's no way they can get, I don't buy it. But they didn't do it. Mm -hmm. They didn't make those travel arrangements. They didn't jump and, you know, fly across the country. And I thought that was honest about the show. It made sense. I yeah. liked that they were all separated, not coming together for this victorious moment. And then the the plan on hatches, you got the new guy, Eddie. Oh, I what a great Eddie. character. Oh, he was the best. 
Yeah. They did. I mean, the acting in that job mm-hmm. was superb. I enjoyed him very much. I really enjoyed his dynamic with Dustin and Steve as yes. well. Mm-hmm. I liked how, uh, you know, he just appreciated Dustin for who he was. And they had the whole Dungeons and Dragons connection. And um, he but, was great. But great character. What I love about that character, everybody that ever mentions his name on the show that has not met him or talked to him or is friends with him, has an opinion of who he is and mm-hmm. what he is. And every single a one. Criminal. In the simplest terms, the most convenient definitions. But what we found out is that each one of us is a brain and an athlete and a basket case, a princess and a criminal. Does that answer your question? Once they say, right? It's Breakfast Club all over again. <laughs> Once everybody talks to him, though, I mean, it just shows what a great guy he is. He's just glowing with enthusiasm and love. It was mm-hmm. really interesting. I really liked that guy. Oh! I wouldn't remember me either, Chrissy. <laughs> Honestly. Um, I have stuff in my hair. <laughs> you don't remember me? I'm sorry. Middle school, talent show. You were doing this cheer thing. You know, the, the thing you do. <laughs> well, it's pretty cool, actually. Yeah. But man, that that whole plot line, I felt like the plot line from season two was a little phoned in. It felt like a retread of season one. Agreed. Season three to me was new and different. And a lot of the characters they introduced in season two that I did not like now had bigger parts and I liked more and I really got them. Season four, I don't think you can predict. They just, they do so much that's different and so much fails and they're all separated and they don't come back and... I just kept expecting them to all show up at the mall again, like, let's go. Mm-hmm. So I'm thrilled they did not do that. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens. They're in keeping the- it interesting for sure. Yeah. So having said all of that, I loved it all, hated the ending. I don't, I hate's probably a strong word. When they're standing there looking over the chasm and yeah. all the red glowing. So it was a bit much. It's a, it's a yeah. lot. Like to me, that's a world event now. Right. Right. When that happens, yeah. even in 1986 or whatever year it is in the 80s, like everybody in the world's going to know. Yeah. So this is no longer some little town in Hawkins, Indiana that nobody knows about. It feels like that would be bigger and all over the news and would attract worldwide attention, which changes the dynamic of the situation, which I don't think they're going to do. Now, if they go that route, what the fuck do I know? Well, I mean, all this is happening under Hawkins, though. So. Yeah, but the earth like- split and there's red light pouring out. Like. New York uh, newspapers, L.A. back in the 80s, like they'd be all over that. There'd be trucks everywhere outside with satellites on top. Mm-hmm. It'd be newsworthy. So if that doesn't happen, it's like, eh, I don't feel like it was real. Because everything else that's happened, it's like, fuck, that, <laughs> that could happen. <laughs> I, I also feel like each, episode, each um, season has ended with some sort of glimpse into the future of the upside down. Yes. Like what, what yeah. is, oh. what is potentially okay. to come next? Like they know they're not out of the woods. I think each and time that was technically close to the vision. Vecna was showing them earlier that mm-hmm. it was going to happen. Okay. Now I don't and hate so it as much. there's, if they considered him to be the grand general or whatever, there's probably something greater than that, which will be season five that they'll have to take down. What's so is it is Vecna oh, the mind Vecna's, flayer? Are all of these no. real things from Dungeons and Dragons? Yes. Yes. Okay. So what they've done is, you know, let's just say you're looking at the character Hopper. 
Yeah. If Hopper was to describe any one of those, how would he do it? What mm-hmm. name would he give it? He doesn't have any point of reference. Whereas the kids are relating these to Dungeons and Dragons enemies they fought. Right, right. So that's why in the very first episode they're playing. He's like, oh shit, it's the Demogorgon. What if it's the Demogorgon? Oh, Jesus, we're so screwed if it's the Demogorgon. It's not the Demogorgon. Like, yeah. So that's just what they named the big enemy then when yeah. they finally saw it. Vecna just decimated us. We can't kill him with two players. You too? He only has 15 hit points left. Don't be pussies. Pussies? Really? Because we're not delusional? Delusional? How about not coward? Yes. Okay. I just wanted to see if it was real terminology coming from that. Now, Chuck, do you think Vecna is the end villain? Like, Yeah. Oh, yeah. Do you think sure. that's the boss and not something else above him? Nothing. There's nothing above Vecna, no. Okay. I, I mean, in the show is what right. I'm saying. Yeah. I think he's it. Okay. You do? Yeah. Hmm. What about what about that? What was Bing that bong. black hey. that black stuff that was contained at the prison? That's from Lost. That black was stuff. Totally, totally. Yeah, yeah. But you know, I feel like that's gonna be the thing. Uh, that's the one that mind that controls the mind, isn't it? I don't know. I, I think that's just a extension of him. I don't know. I, I think he's the man. I think he created that place, didn't he? Mm-mm. I think so. Well, he gets to that place. You know what I'm talking about? There's nothing there. Do you know what I'm talking about in the prison when they come yeah. across yeah, that no, glass box and exactly it's got all that? Black smoke box. Yeah, yeah. 100% lost. agree. <laughs> Not with the storm, that ash storm. <laughs> That goes on that glass case. You know what that really is? It's all the Marvel superheroes that disintegrated at the end of uh, Infinity. (laughs) Whatever. Well, as you guys know, I don't watch the show. Well, so I can make this real simple. However, I do have a transition for us. I can't wait. I already have a transition. We were just on it, but that's okay. Where are you now? Yeah. Surprise, surprise, right? Disintegration. So you're going to be proud of me, though. I can't wait. Yeah. I hope you take it where I want you to go. Probably not. Okay. But you, you may. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out. So Will, right, from the from the show, yeah. Stranger Things? I right? hate that kid. Do you? Yeah. Who's that? Noah Schnapp, right? I don't know his name. Do you, Are you guys familiar with Mark Roper? He's a pretty big YouTube star. Nope. I built a new massive secret lab. Okay. Yes. You are? Yeah. yeah. So they just did Stranger Sharks on Discovery Shark Week. Oh. So that's that's my connection for you this week. Okay. That's what I've been doing. Watching Shark Shark Week. Shark Week. There's a chick we used to work with at the old heist. (laughs) Yeah, Uh, a blonde woman my age that sat near me. I don't know if you remember. I don't want to say her name, but she used to every time she was on her period, she'd come in just in a puff, like, "Ugh, it's Shark Week." (laughs) (laughs) Every fucking time. She was not coy. I didn't need to know that. Why not? That's a great description. I love it. I know. But did you guys know that? Did you know that there's a shark fest that Nat Geo does, and then there's a shark week directly following on Discovery? And then there's Sharknado on Sci-Fi. <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. Right? So between the three, that's a shark arm Between the three, that's and the Steve only Martin. one I've seen. Steve Martin is actually in Sharknado, so those three together, shark, yes. he's the Oh, hot. that's classic. The ashtray, the pilot game, and the remote control, that's all I need. I was being facetious. Uh, she was like, I gotta put that on my list. <laughs> On my journal. Wait, do you have Pat that DVD? Kettle dick. So, what <laughs> Anyways. is the difference between Shark Fest and Shark Week? So, I don't think there's much of a different oh, difference. Okay. It's similar shows. They are completely different on different networks. <laughs> I don't think there's much of a difference, but they're <laughs> completely different. Same topics. They're they're different names. <laughs> okay. That's it. 
That's it. Yeah. Same show, different name. It's about yeah. scientists going out in the field, you know, doing experiments on in the know, ocean. Know. Two shows, yes, one shark. In the ocean. Oh, nice. I like it. <laughs> Uh, I think Nat Geo was a little bit, at least from what I saw, it talks more about shark attacks in, in some of the episodes or specials that they put on. Um, so Discovery seems to be more scientific. You like the Discovery one better? I do prefer the Discovery yeah, okay. a little bit better. What is but the yeah. fascination with sharks? I've never watched one of these shows. Because they're dinosaurs. <laughs> what Essentially. Holy oh, shit, I just watched something. MJ is very correct. Where somebody pointed at a lizard and was like, you know, it's a dinosaur, right? I was like, oh, I got to remember that. But I have no idea what show that was. <laughs> no, sharks are one of the oldest animals still from, I don't know what period of time, but. Prehistoric. I don't know if it's prehistoric, but I mean, they've been around. As is the than, alligator. Ah, that's what it was. Somebody birds, pointed at an alligator and said well. it's a dinosaur. What the fuck was I watching? I have no idea, man. Alligators. Alligators are dinosaurs, Dwight. You know that, right? Mm. But yeah, I mean, they're. Ma- I mean, in some cases, they're massive creatures, and there's a lot of different species, so they're mm. intriguing. Do you watch a lot of shows like that, yep. National Geographic and stuff? I do. What are some of your favorites besides shark-related events? Yeah, well, National Ge- Geographic. They did a series, I think, probably just prior to the pandemic, um, and that was a series where they did the different continents, uh, essentially, mm-hmm. and, and the animals that live there and the environments. Um, I forget what the special was called, but I mean, the filmography was amazing. Is that mm-hmm. a word? Cinematography. That's better. I like that one. There is all a, there's a huge National Geographic collection of nature stuff on uh, Disney Plus. Yeah. You know how they through. have like the Pixar or the Star Wars or the Marvel categories. There's a category specific for National Geo. Geographic. Yeah. yeah. Oh. I will have to check that out. So go brush up on some Mother Nature. Yeah, I, I like that stuff. Me like too. Archaeology. I dig all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Archaeology is the search for fact. I agree. So do you watch a lot of underwater stuff or just sharks? Uh, no, a lot of underwater stuff. Okay. Yeah. Snowflake. Here's Snowflake. I've got a little snack for you. Interesting. I like I like water. I do too. All that David like Attenborough. <laughs> oh, all no. those planet Earth, blue planet. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm really into fish. I, I used to have several fish tank. I used to have stingrays. Mm. I used to have all that all that type of stuff. Now so you had uh, saltwater tanks. Never had a saltwater. I had oh, brackish had- water, but never had saltwater. Okay. I would love to do a saltwater tank one day. Okay. Yeah. So That's good times. My mind just took us somewhere totally adjacent, and I apologize. <clears throat> it's not as adjacent as you would like it to be, but it's there. I like it. So you kept talking about water, and for whatever reason, I was thinking water bong. Okay. Which took me to the fact that you used to make bongs. Yes. Which took me to the fact that after we had our fire the other night, which we can talk <laughs> about in a moment, there was somebody who was like, oh, that guy Tim, yeah, he made bongs. I make a better bong than him. <laughs> And I said, make me a bong. He said, oh, no, like, you don't understand. It'd be super fancy. Make me a bong. He goes, no, no, you don't know. I'm like, make me a bong. I challenged Gabe. Make us a bong for Ludington. <laughs> nice. So, <laughs> fingers crossed, he's working on it. He's pretty crafty. I oh, think he, is. he can. I think he can come up with he's something He's got an good. engineer's eye, so mm-hmm. I know he, in his I head, agree. can picture it. Yeah. I'm just curious if he'll actually he's follow through. Do it. And, 
I want to see what he considers fancy in a better bong. Mm. Because when you describe like your Papa head, Papa Smurf head <laughs> sprinkler or something bong, and like you would just make it out of these weird random items. So I'm wondering, is he going to make it out of a weird random item? And it's going to be awesome. Or is he making some like bejeweled, beautiful bastard that's like, oh, yeah, I think it's going to exactly. be the first Maybe option. something between the two. <laughs> <laughs> we, all, we all have different thoughts. That's on a great I don't question, know if though. it's going to be bedazzled. Bedazzled. Oh, it that yum's your word. <laughs> yeah, but I meant it in a different uh, way. You meant it actually okay. bedazzled. I meant the word bedazzled. Does he currently work with clay? I don't know. Does he have a potter's wheel? I don't know. You think it's going to be made out of clay? Ceramic. Hmm. I don't know. I mean, that would be going all out, right? If not, he is going to MacGyver something. No, I, he has to no, MacGyver. Not, there's no way yeah. he's doing that. You, you have like that's kind of got to be the rule. If if I mean you, if your bongs that you have made over time have been from milk gallons and a Smurf sprinkler. Oh, I've done some ceramic stuff too. Don't get me wrong. Oh, okay. Yeah, he, tr- he turned one of his balls into a bong. Big ingenuity here. <laughs> Listen, I didn't take art class in like senior year of high school. Oh, so to, Gabe to, was, to draw and paint. <laughs> Gabe was specifically referencing. I, I needed access to the, <laughs> <laughs> the fucking thing that you fired in. <laughs> nice. Nice. <laughs> oh, my God. What? <laughs> Nothing. All right. This is... This is my plan. You tell me if this is a good plan or not. Okay. It's not. I say we make this an old school episode. No topic on the front side because we just talked about some weird stuff. If there's something else so still on our list, I, there's one or two things here we can talk about. And then we'll wrap it up and do a B-side rather than get into the topic. Okay. Are we going to push the topic? Yeah. Okay. We'll do it some other time. Okay. I'm fine It's with an that. important topic. Yeah. All right. I just want to make sure because... Is that okay? I don't care what we do. I don't know what topic you're referring to. Adult cartoons. Adult cartoons. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, bro. What do you think about vagina? Dude, I love the vagina. Dude, I love the vagina. You know what's dangerous? Your obsession with me. Just... Seriously, Lana, call Kenny Loggins because you're in the danger zone. (sighs) From Top Gun. To live is to risk it all. Otherwise, you're just an inert chunk of randomly assembled molecules drifting wherever the universe blows you. It's just to beat you up again, huh? No! So instead, we'll just wrap up with a handful of... Just one or two more little items. And that's our episode. And then we'll do a a B-side. Oh, okay, gotcha, gotcha. Yeah, yeah. Right now, I don't think I have the bandwidth... The brain power the to energy. get into. Well, it, to be honest, the the front part of that, with as much as we just did on Stranger Might Things, might as well be a Stranger Things yeah. episode. Yeah, right. Hey, everybody! Today's episode, of Stranger Things, season four, <laughs> episode. So, hope you enjoy Sorry, it. <laughs> <laughs> Bring that to the beginning. Uh, that problem's done. That's funny. I was thinking that while we check. were doing it. Um. Couple more things. You actually transitioned us to that, but I actually want to go back to Marvel. When you happened to have said, "What was the smoke in the glass?" And I said, "It was the disintegrated superheroes." Mm. Made me think of Marvel. So I kind of been shitting on Marvel these last few weeks. Like I don't need to see what's coming out. I don't care anymore. The story's kind of wrapped up. They don't know what they're doing. And they were just out at Comic Con and dropped some truth bombs on what they are doing. I saw that. That's it's like yeah, pro, it's planned out all the way to like twenty twenty five or twenty twenty seven, which I knew they were doing. Yeah, and this was not unlike the original Phase One. Phase One, if you remember, way back in the day, you had Hulk and Iron Man movies, just about Hulk and Iron Man. After the credits, there was one little thing that ties them together. 
Then you start getting into the next set of movies, and they do Thor 2 at that point. Um, I'm sorry, Captain America, then Thor 2, then Iron Man 2. And that's when they were like, oh, okay, we got what we, we know we want to take this somewhere. How do we do this? They bring them all together in the Avengers movie, give you a little peek of Thanos at the end. Everything else they do is all going towards Thanos. Ends up being a great ride. 20 movies, 20 plus movies. Really great stories. Really great heroes. Wonderful job. And I don't think there's ever been, I, correct me if I'm wrong, 20 movies linked together with different directors that were all part of the same storyline. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I don't no. think so. I mean, no. that's first, that's, first yeah. ever. And the fact that they did that in such a short time frame in 10 plus years, pretty fucking amazing. Mm-hmm. Having said that, I was done. Now you get into this next set, and they're setting up the pieces. So it's back to Iron Man, Captain America, Thor. Nope, we're doing Eternal, Shang-Chi, um, some other things like Ant-Man, Spider-Man, which were already there, but they're doing some other things, introductions to people, so that when we get to this next set of movies where there's a big bad guy like who's going to be Kang the Conqueror, if yep. you guys care or know. Yep. A variant of myself lived on Earth in the 31st century. He was a scientist, and he discovered that there were universes stacked on top of his own. Um, now they, you're starting to learn who these people are, so eventually when they face, you care about them. Now, I don't care about them yet. <laughs> I do not love these characters by any means. They're fine. Mm-hmm. Um, I know who they all are from the comics because I was a huge comic book nerd growing up. Uh, so I, I respect them all. They all had their place. But I was never, there was a reason these weren't top tier comics. There was a reason these aren't ongoing series like Amazing Spider Man or Avengers that have been going on for 50 years. Mm-hmm. There's, they're little series by themselves. They never do well very long. They cancel them. Five, 10 years goes by, and everybody's like, hey, we haven't talked about the Eternals in a while. Hey, let's reboot it. And <laughs> right. they throw it back mm-hmm. in the comics. So that's what they've been doing. Having said that, they, they had some things that really worked from the Doctor Strange to Spider Man. Um, and now that they have this plot in place of where they're going, we know Kang's going to be the big bad guy. Uh, we know they're bringing in some strong, fun new superheroes. So we have the stays, the, the mainstays like Ant Man, Spider Man, but you're also getting new things like She Hulk. Like, that's pretty exciting. I don't love the animation yet on her face. They need to fix that because she looks like Shrek. But from what I understand, they're doing it. But that could be a really good show. The actress in that was from, what was that show about clones? Black? No. Oh. Uh, Altered Carbon? The Sisters? No. With all the sisters? Yeah. Yes. Clones. Black. Black Orchid? No. Black Dahlia? Black Dahlian? Orchid? Black Orchid? Does that sound right? I think it's... Reginald, will you please double check that? Certainly. I know exactly what it is. I can't get it. So uh, then you I don't know. know exactly what it is. Well, I know, but it's like I it's I, I got a Tim. I, like I know it. Black like Orphan. Black Orphan. Yes. I, yep. I was thinking. I Onyx. didn't even look it up. I just okay. got. I was playing off of Orchid. So Black Orphan was a really Orphan Black. Orphan ding Black. ding. Okay, Orphan Black was a really interesting show. It starts off with I this it. woman who. I, I can't even remember all the details, but what I found really interesting, it turns out she's a clone. She meets other clones of herself. Nobody knows which is the original, but each one's distinctly different. And she plays each individual clone, and each one is so different. She plays them so well, and they're on the screen at the same time. You don't realize they're separate mm-hmm. actresses. So she's a good actress. She's, she's going to play a very She-Hulk. Good actress. Now, they're, from what I understand, they're doing She-Hulk like they did in the comic back in the 90s. 
where she breaks the fourth wall. She talks to the audience a lot. It's more of a comedy. There's funny things that happen. Um, so you'll see some more funny villains. So I, I can get behind that. We'll see how it translates into her then joining the show. You look at WandaVision, how unique and different that was. And that transitioned in the movies just fine. So I'm happy with what they're doing there. But they have two storylines that are going to come together. Three that I know of, actually. Thunderbolts, Secret Invasion, and Secret Wars. Now, Secret Invasion is really interesting. It gets to a point, And if you don't want to know this shit spoiled, I'm, I'm talking to you right from the comic books, which is usually where they draw this from. They'll make some modifications, but this is the gist of it. So if you don't want to listen to this part, skip forward. But they get to a point where they realize there's scrolls that have uh, invaded the world. So we met some scrolls in the Captain Marvel movie, and Nick Fury's out in space with a couple scrolls. And in the second Spider-Man movie, there's a couple scrolls around there that we saw. But so far, all the ones we know of have been like good and kind of on our side. Well, in the comics, it's this whole race of aliens that want to take over the Earth. So they have infiltrated and taken over. So someone like Ant-Man might actually be a scroll that's just shape-shifted to look like him, and you don't know it. And they've embedded themselves. So that's what's coming. Secret Invasion's around the corner. What that turns into then is from there, nobody trusts the Avengers. They end up coming up with this dark Avengers team, which they're already working on now. Um, Elaine from Seinfeld, what's her name? Yep. Uh, Julia Louis-Dreyfus. Yep. yep. Ding, ding. Julia Louis-Dreyfus is in that, and she's like the head of the Thunderbolt. She's going to bring them all in. But that's where they take all these <clears throat> would-be villains dress them up as heroes. So now you have that evil Captain America yeah. that was in there mm-hmm. that killed a guy with his shield, John Walker. They're going to turn him into the new Captain America or U.S. agent or something like that. So they'll kind of disgrace through the secret invasion, all these old heroes, and these Thunderbolts are going to come in to save the day, but they're really all villains. And then from there, they're going to go into, with Kang, secret wars on a different planet where... You will take people from all different realities. You can get Hugh Jackman from the X-Men. You can get whoever you want the new Wolverine to be from the X-Men. You can get Chris Evans to come back. Um, Whoever, Robert Downey Jr., you can show up for a movie. No big deal. You give him a big payday, and they can all return for one giant battle called Secret Wars. I think that's where this is all going. Mm. So I'm actually kind of excited again. I'm still not going to watch it all. I'm going to let it come out when I hear good things. Yeah, go and watch it. But I feel a little bit better than I did when we talked about it an episode or two ago. Mm -hmm. Well, there we go. Disney Plus yet again. Mm -hmm. (laughs) And I'll just add to that because more good news on the Disney Plus front. The Orville is moving from Hulu to Disney Plus. All three seasons. Now, didn't they just... I don't even know what that is. Good. (laughs) Orville? (laughs) Seth MacFarlane show. Orville's a Seth MacFarlane show, the creator of Family Guy. Yeah, yeah. yeah. He made a series that's not unlike a cross between Star Trek... Mr. Spock, the women on your planet are logical. That's the only planet in this galaxy that can make that claim. And Galaxy Quest. Never give up. Never surrender. Somewhere in the middle. A little bit more comical, Mm -hmm. but still that real Star Trek we want to explore. We have some enemies out there. I'm still going to talk to my crew with orders because we're in danger, but there's still some funny moments and some laugh track. Not laugh track, actually, but, you know, stuff to make you laugh. Yeah, Yeah. It's really good. And they tackle some pretty, I don't know, I I shouldn't say out there issues, but today issues. I haven't watched enough of it. You have not. I need to get back to it. 
the, so his ex-wife in it, it's not his real life ex-wife, but in the show, yeah. Adriana yep. Pesecki, Pesecki, something like that. I don't remember her name, but yeah, it sounds right. For whatever reason, I don't love her. And she's a really main character, a central character to that show. So I struggle with that. Um, and I feel like it should be funnier. I feel like it should almost be Family Guy funny. Yeah, And I, I know that's not that. what he's going for. I know he's doing what he wanted to do, and this is his vision. I just expected it to be more ha-ha funny than it is. Yeah. I think there are some episodes that bring out that comedic aspect. Hang on, I can explain. I don't need it explained. You're a sexual jihadist. Um, but there are some underlying you know, uh, character flaws uh, throughout some of the characters and, and how that develops in what I've seen. Now, I've only seen season one and two. have not seen any of three. I don't have Hulu, so I haven't been able to watch it. And I haven't you know, done the trial thing or whatnot. But mm-hmm. in the first two episodes and, and, and how that progresses, there's obviously dynamic dynamic between him and her. I mean, mm-hmm. he, she's essentially his first officer and he's the captain of the ship. And, I, you know, and there's still, there is still love in the air, right? Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, he's got one of like his, his good friends who's the guy that flies the ship and that's kind of some of the comedic relief. But, you know, he drinks a lot and can never have a successful relationship. You know, so there's that. Um, killer robot who is friendly and then they find out later is killer robot <laughs> but yeah they i've heard season three is really good yeah there's been a lot of talk about I, it i actually you've talked about it a lot and then i ran across an article that was just raving about season three and i i st- actually watched like part of the first episode of the first season i don't know i just i, th- I think i i like seth MacFarlane, but not as an actor I loved him in A Million Ways to Die, die yeah, in the West. me too. I, I think if, I if you're going in expecting to see one, uh, you know, kind of family guy, but in, you know, this space reality, you know, fictional aspect, yeah. that's not what you're going to get. And if you're expecting to get, what was that movie that he did uh, where he was on the, um, he was a cowboy? A Million di- Ways to Die in the West. Okay. And you just said that, didn't yeah. you? Yeah. <laughs> Sorry. My bad. <laughs> Thank you. And he's there. That ding ding was for me, not for you. Why <laughs> <laughs> well, did you say this? I was saking your own. I thought it was for him. I thought it was. I thought it was for him as well. But you're not going to get that type of. He's not that actor within the show itself. Yeah, I, I get it. it. Yeah. He's reinvented. Yes. Yeah. He's doing something a little bit different. So season That's one good. was on a network station. I want to say it was ABC, NBC, CBS, yes, something correct. like that. Yep. Maybe yep. Fox. It was Fox. I think it was Fox. They. Decide they don't want it anymore. Who's like, hey, we'll take it. Hulu picks it up. They do a season. And now, poof, they're going to Disney. How, why are they making their third move? Do we know? So it was, well, so the first two seasons were on Fox. Right? First, first season was on Fox. Second season, Hulu. Mm. I think it was the first two on Fox and the third one on Hulu. Yeah. Third season's going on right now. Oh, so first two on Fox, yep. third on Hulu. Correct. Fourth is going to Disney. Correct. Okay, so there's my question. Yes. Why is it transitioning for a, four, a third time right. in four seasons? That seems like a red flag to me. So yeah, so it was gonna it was taking Seth, I know, a lot longer to get the third season put together with Fox. They didn't have a deal to to renew. Okay. Then the pandemic hit, and ah. so that pushed things started to push things back even further. How did I forget about the pandemic? Yeah. <laughs> and so we're all trying to forget about it. So I think from a contract standpoint and what he wanted to do with the show, Hulu was the better option. Yeah. Um, I think the transition now to at least being on Disney Plus with, 
you know, the first three seasons, I think it's probably they got, um, they got a money, money, a money move. <laughs> yeah, yeah. They got all the money. Got all the money. All right. Easy decision. Well, let's, let's get out of here. I, I think have, they're going to let him keep doing what he wants to do. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. For sure. One more thing I just want to point out. Um, it is a privilege as always to stand before you here tonight, the WWE universe. Did you guys hear about Vince McMahon retiring? Yes, I did. Mm-hmm. Look, I've always been a big <laughs> wrestling fan. I find it fascinating that all this came out. Like, how did it get held up this long? There's been so much shit that has come out about this man for the last 40 years. And he always rebounds. And I think finally he got to the point, from what I hear, he was backstage like, fuck them. Fuck them all. And for those of you who don't know, I'm talking about a, a subject I haven't given you any light on. Vince McMahon, all of a sudden it came out that all this hush money he'd given women over the years that he had had sex with and demoted or demanded them have sex with and then demoted or fired or Mm. had sex with and gave him a promotion. Like all these women came out. I don't know how it first tipped. I don't remember the beginning of the article, but all of a sudden it all came out and originally it was like a woman. Yeah, it was one. That's how Mm -hmm. it came out as. (laughs) It it was an attorney. That used to work for WWF at the time. So this was, you know, a while ago. 25 years ago. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And so she finally, you know, let the cat out of the bag, you know, aspect. But it was an attorney that had relationships with him, supposedly. And Turns then, out he's got $12 million of hush money going on out there. Jesus. Which is a huge problem. Not just from the fact of what he's done to the women. And that this yeah. was a pattern of abuse that just kept going on and nobody was stopping harvey weinstein all it over was, again it was company money though yeah it, that's the other part it was company <laughs> oh, money it's a so publicly traded company yeah so they were oh, hiding where no. this money was truly going how do you hide 12 million dollars to pay off women in continual payments and still not report that to the sec sec well i mean it's the sec would have to find it from Right from filing aspects. Well, right? don't you think that's going to be a problem now? It's twelve million though, and how much is the WWE worth yeah. these days? Yeah, but they they are letting talent go left and right, downsizing because they're yeah. not making enough and they're spending too much. Sure, and you know again, it's publicly traded, so it's all working out. Yeah, but how many people's jobs were lost that that twelve million could have helped? Oh well, yes, that is of course <laughs> the most important so, point here, right? Well, no, it's just I mean it's just one more. It's one more thing. Yeah, this man's dick. Yeah. And his perverted tendencies cost this business twelve million total, or is that annually? Uh, tw- I believe twelve million total, but this is relatively recent. This but, is like over the last decade. But this really puts them really kind of in in uh, shit. I'm missing the word I'm looking for. A predicament. The victims. <laughs> well, yeah, but or- no, no, the the uh, WWE, WWF, whatever. Like the business, it, it makes the them franchise. a little bit. Complic- com- complicit? Complicit? Complicit. Yeah. Complicit. Well, he's the head well, of it. missing it. I mean, Fox did he's it. The chairman of the board. Yeah. So here's the question then. Who pays? Who, who here in this situation loses? Where we're at today. Mm-hmm. Vince McMahon just announced he retired. He's stepping down. He's turning the company over the, as far as CEO and who's running it to his daughter and I believe she's co handling it with somebody else. I can't remember who it is. Uh, and then her husband, Paul 
well, everybody knows him, but Triple H. Triple H is running uh, as far as the talent and what they're going to be doing. And everybody's really excited. Everything's moving forward. So does anybody lose? Do they get punished at all? They're now redoing their books saying there's been an error and they're going to report it correctly to the SEC and Mr. Mm. McMahon's going to pay this with his right. own money. But that's kind of the end of it. Sounds like white I mean, collar from a, crime. From for a sure. company standpoint and a compliance standpoint, I mean, that is pretty much cleared up, right? If it wasn't caught before, right, there may be some penalties levied or, or but nothing that they're not going to be able to pay. How is this any different than Harvey Weinstein? It's, well, uh, there's, I mean, there's still the possibility of, of, of those women bringing, you know, suits to against him but like harvey weinstein was canceled overnight Mm -hmm. like that shit just happened they were like what the fuck did he do and it was over he was done that guy panicked do you think the celebrity element how helped that situation maybe just because it was so high like i didn't hear about this except for you pointing it out to me it does, but, but I, think, I think you'll see was... Vince McMahon possibly go down that route as more information comes out. Is, I, think, I mean, Or is this motherfucker going to come out of this smelling like goddamn rose after being an absolute piece of human garbage for well, years? I don't think that's that's necessarily possible if he is found you know, guilty of, of whatever charges. Is, I, are I don't there any enough, charges? Kind of details. Uh, I, don't, I don't know. This is just this article is just about him retiring due to hush money. Yeah, that's my note. Well, that, I, yeah, but you obviously summarized it based on you reading the article. Well, that was a note from me. She's so good. <laughs> I like that you read my notes to me. So good. Well, my Thanks. point was, is there's, I don't know if there's a lawsuit at this point. It sounds. What's, what is right, ab- right behind that link? Or I'm sorry, right after that period. What is, what is that? A link. Oh, <laughs> so the note was for me. The link was for you. <laughs> <laughs> to read said article. Okay, you are focusing on the wrong thing here. No, you're right. Yeah, he's, <laughs> you're both villains, you and Vince McMahon. <laughs> no, <laughs> no I, I, you know what? And shame on me. I should have come with better notes on what exactly happened. So No, I just, I, honestly, I've, I've read does. multiple he articles about due it. to hush money. <laughs> <laughs> extensive says, extensive says right research here. done by this guy. <laughs> I've read the article. I've read like five different articles. And the fact that it's not coming to me right now is very upsetting. But it's probably because I'm so high and we should probably go get more high. This was your takeaway, though. It's right here. Yeah, no, I got that part. <laughs> you have it noted. Noted. Did you? After reading five articles. Did you want to go back to the bonfire that you started before? No. Okay. That's going to be on the B side. No. Oh, let's do that. Yeah, was, for B side. Yeah, it's a B side. I mean, I don't know that anything epic happened there. It was just a lot of fun. It was fun. Okay, yeah. We had a nice bonfire. You know, I will talk about my fucking. Bomb ass fire pit. How bad your clothes stink? They didn't. That's right. That's right. Mission accomplished. You should have seen this fucking rager I built. It's a good fire. Rager. Six logs linked around in a big circle. Are we talking now or are we going to talk later? I'm telling MJ now I got excited. (laughs) That I braided together and then started a fire in the middle. It burned outwards and it burned so fucking hot. I was taking these huge logs that are so dense that we've tried to burn before yeah. and they'll be smoldering for two days. Oh yeah. I threw these things in and they were gone in 30 minutes. Nice. It was going so fast. Some good oxygen pumping through there. Perfect. It was good. It was, yeah, good. It was a really good fire. So Did we had some of the boys over. Off? Tony and his brother Jay <laughs> came. Yeah, we yeah. took our shirts off, wrapped them around our head, danced around the fire. Because it was hot. Painted each other's faces with... You know, designs from uh, charcoal. I don't know. Touch my chest. When we walked, <laughs> touch my chest. 
Oh, I'm, anyway, let's get out of here. It was a fucking great fire. It was. It was good, man. Gabe, Tony, Jay, these two fools, Chuck and Tim. And it's weird because Tim and Tony and Gabe all know each other from an old company. You, so you think. Heist. Yeah, old heist. So you'd think there'd be lots of conversation around those heists. And there was a couple. But the majority of it was Chuck and Tim and Gabe talking about the Fifth Dimension Lounge and telling nice. stories and stuff. So it was, it was a lot of fun. A lot of good times. All right. Good. Let's go smoke some weed. I don't know what we're smoking. Either what's left of Wonka bars or... I'm going to race somebody others. to that Wonka bar. Wedding Crasher. The other stuff. Okay. Oh, Wedding Crasher is good, too. I thought it yeah. was... Uh, no, it was Wedding Crasher from diesel last one. week. Sour Diesel. Oh, you know what was Sour Diesel from last week? I'm so sorry. Okay. So that's what's in there. So we're going to go smoke some of those, try to wake MJ up before she falls asleep and finish <laughs> out the B-side. I need to reapply. Get her a coffee. <laughs> Be right back. Puff, puff, give. About to start a little puff, puff, give in this motherfucker. Get out of here, Dewey. What are y'all doing in here? We're smoking reefer. And you don't want no part of this shit. Come on, Dewey. Join the party. No, Dewey. You don't want this. Get out of here. You know what? I don't want no hangover. I can't get no hangover. It doesn't give you a hangover. Well, I'll get addicted to it or something? It's not habit-forming. Okay, well, I don't know. I don't want to overdose on it. You can't OD on it. It's not going to make me want to have sex, is it? It makes sex even better. Sounds kind of expensive. It's the cheapest drug there is. Hmm. You don't want it. I think I kind of want it. Okay, but just this once. Come on in. Tim, Tim's waving his hand at you like this and pointing. You're like... That fucking that cold, cold, cold eyes closed and shaking. <laughs> Deep were, in it, you were reliving oh, it. I was. We are in some was... serious fucking trouble on this side. Oh shit! I thought we were in B side. We are. We are. We are. We. No. I'm sorry. I'm recording for no reason. Hey, we're back. <laughs> 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 All right. Who's playing us out? We just smoked down with uh, sour diesel. We got from Sky Mint. I think that's the last of that as well. So next time we see each other, we might be on to some new weed or super lemon haze. One of the two. Either way is exciting. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Who's playing a solid music? Is that me? That is you. Okay. Didn't we just have this conversation before we reapplied? Uh, Sure did. I don't feel like we finished the conversation, but yes, this is me. I have um, manskin with bagging. Manskin? Manskin. It's M-A-I-N? Italian. Is it your main skin or your man skin? A- M-A-N-E. Thanks a lot, everybody. Have a good week. Peace. <laughs> Put your loving hand out, baby.
Anytime I bleed, you let me go. Yeah, anytime I feel, you get me. No, anytime I see, you let me know. But the plan and see, just let me go. I'm on my knees when I'm begging, 'cause I don't wanna lose you. It's good. Keep being down. I like it. Just make sure you can get up. (laughs) (laughs) This is a cover of a song from like 1967 by I think the Four Seasons or something. Huh. Hmm. I like that your songs are either from a TV show or movie that you heard or a cover. Yeah. Always. This is actually from a show or something. I, I didn't know the original until after I heard this. Oh. Another wave. Another, Another wave, wave, man. <laughs> Coming in your ear. Hey. Is that, is that on point with Didn't what you were asking me earlier? Did just talk about this? I mean, it's on what? point. Tim was scolding you earlier, I thought. About me being weird? I don't even know what you're talking about. Really? I have no idea. I think, what was that line from uh, Family Guy? Birder. <laughs> Remember when Peter had the bird living in his beard? Lois, I'm going to grow a beard. 
Oh, Peter, you know I hate beards. No, no, Lois. It's time I joined the ranks of great men with beards. Why, why do you think Jesus Christ was so popular? Huh? <laughs> no. No. <laughs> uh, no, the uh, Family Guy episode. <laughs> Bird is the word. Where uh, Meg egg. is doing, uh, yeah, Meg is doing the uh, sex sex ed stuff at school. And they're like talking about doing it in the ear. And they say something about like, go. I can't wait for you to figure this out. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have I any help for you. I think he lost his train man. of thought, I, I feel like. I don't know if he can't remember the line or where he's at. <laughs> My uh, my favorite Family Guy is the 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 hair the Cool Whip with the, <laughs> yeah. the hair Meg's hair pie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Ooh, you got some pie? Huh? Can I have a piece? Uh, sure. Ooh, let me have some of that Cool Whip. What'd you say? You can't have a pie without Cool Whip. This is the best one. <laughs> or Stewie going for every sprinkle I find in my ice cream, I'll I'm kill you. <laughs> that was like episode number one. I feel it was like. early. Yeah. You want some ice cream? Yes, but no sprinkles. But every sprinkle I find, I shall kill you. That's what it is. But it's, oh, man, because of the Me Too era, I don't know. It's kind of borderline now. Huh. That's crazy. I didn't know you wanted to get involved with the discussion, Mr. Helper. The the line is, uh, if you go go black, you go deaf. Because they weren't talking about sex in a normal way. The kids thought sex was putting your dick in someone else's ear. Is this you finishing the thought from earlier? <laughs> yep. That's okay. Right. Wow. We're going to have to do like a teleport noise at the beginning and then <laughs> the end of that <laughs> to bridge them. I got it. I can't wait. That's going to be awesome. Reports of ear sex have been confirmed so far, prompting a new slogan. Once you go black, you go deaf. We're going to make that work. That's so are you boy. assuming the one dot is Italian? No. Or are you just saying he's Italian? I saw this dot over it, so I they, that must mean no, something I, together. Or do you no, already like, know this? They're an Italian band. Okay. So to me, that, I that think dot, that would be. Do you know that that dot means anything in Italian? Okay. No. No, I must okay. say. Because every time the dot comes up, that's when you say they're Italian. So I can't <laughs> tell if you're telling me that dot well, I'm means. I'm saying that I don't know what the actual pronunciation is. Because they're Italian. Yeah. Okay. And because of that dot. Do we know any Italians we, sh- we can call? I'm looking up the Italian alphabet right now. Do we now. have a resident Italian that we can call and Sometimes ask questions as to? I sit here, no, we do not. Not yeah. officially. Sometimes mm-hmm. as I sit here, though, I feel like I'm watching a dinner of schmucks. Which part are you? think you are in this conversation? <laughs> So months ago, last November, we went to see Louis C.K. And when we got there, I don't even remember the circumstances, but we, were, we got super high in the parking lot, and I started talking about, I bet future Duke and future Chuck did X, Y, and Z. And we laughed about it, and we move on with our night. And we get to this point where it's clear that I don't know how this happened, but it must have been Future Duke and Future Chuck. I don't even know the story, but it was comical to us. So since then, we keep talking about Future Duke and Future Chuck for no reason. It always comes up. So we were super high on the top of a parking structure again. <laughs> again. <laughs> again. Again. This was when we were it's at Pinball Pete's. Reapplying. Yep. Yep. We're at Pinball Pete's. We're reapplying. And we come up with the idea of shakes. I go, 
I am way too stoned to call. I just, I can't even have that phone conversation. But you know what's happening right now? Future Duke is taking care of this. Future Duke's going to get that fucking order in for us before we get over there. And this is going to be fucking epic. So we walk down there. We walk in the door. Super high. This is like 10 minutes later. Walk up to the bar. I'm like, did somebody call and put an order in for two shakes for Duke? He goes, no. <laughs> Shocking. It's like, huh. All right, we need two shakes. <laughs> put in our order. Chuck was not impressed at all. So we leave. We go around the corner. As we're eating our shakes, I call Pizza, pizza House. I go, hey, I need to put an order in for two shakes for two guys that are coming soon. But I need to know, did they pick them up already? Because if so, I'm not putting the order in. <laughs> and she goes, oh, you know what? We did just sell two shakes. One was a peanut butter, one was a peanut butter banana. I'm like, yep, all right, sorry. Future, future Duke couldn't help out this time. And I hung up. Because it was important for me to close that circle. Yeah. If there really is a Future Duke that's doing things to help me, I got to make sure he follows through and does all the shit. So you're saying Future Duke has integrity. Yeah, I'm not making separate timelines. That's what's happening. There is no divergent timelines. Future Duke is wrapping all this up. I have one consistent timeline. Now, if I went in there and had asked for those shakes, but Future Duke never made that call or never followed through with it later, what I mean, Future Duke's imaginary at that point. <laughs> then we're just telling stories. Right. <laughs> but as long as I keep doing what Future Duke is supposed to do sometime, sometime down the road, one timeline, it all comes together. Magic shit's going to happen. You watch. <laughs> you guys might not understand it now, but... <laughs> Your kids are going to love it. <laughs> Okay, here we go. Oh, here we shit. go. All right, we'll come back to this. The A with the dot over the top is known as a minuscule and is a letter of the Latin alphabet derived from A with the addition of a dot above the letter. It is occasionally used as a phonetic symbol for a low central vowel, vowel, which is the equivalent of the A with the two dots over it, too, I guess. There you have it. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God. Linguistics yeah. is a pretty cool topic, I think. There's not a chance I'm going to get those 20 seconds back ever in okay. my lifetime. Well, the, the that's how she got the nickname. How do you Uhura. say it? What? What's my nickname? Ohura. What's Ohura? I don't know. <laughs> You're Ohura. <laughs> What's Ohura? I mean, you walked right into that. You're Fuck you, Chuck. <laughs> I can't even say her fucking name now. Uhura. That. From Star Trek. The communications officer. She was a linguist. Oh. Yeah, not a whore. Yeah. Okay. You can be both. (laughs) I'm not saying you have to stick with one or the other. You don't have to always be a linguist. I I mean, I guess we're all. Tim is a linguist. We're all whores. I mean, yeah. Yeah, all all. linguists have made up words. Yeah, 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 but isn't that what a linguist is? No, it is? isn't. Yes. The study of words. Yeah. No, I just study make them up. But language. I think that's Transpose. the same thing. All words are made up. Is that what you're saying? Yeah. Is that the shorter way to say that? Right. Yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. All words are made up, so you, well, you're technically studying what Tim does. All words are... <laughs> 
All words are now, derivative bitch? of a root. <laughs> of a root. Every word has a root. I have a root. <laughs> <laughs> Take it easy, Groot. I try to have an intelligent conversation. This is a dinner with schmucks. So that I'm not a dinner with schmucks. And you're just really schmucking it up. <laughs> I'm sorry. You know what? Jane Goodall's not here. And hold on. David. You know what we're missing the ladies from of dinner SNL. with schmucks? Dinner with schmucks? What? Actual food. Yeah. Are you hungry? Dude, what are you talking about? I'm I so had an full. idea. <laughs> I did Christ. have an idea. What if we started just doing hot dog, grilled hot dogs on Tuesdays? Oh, yeah. God damn yes. Okay. <laughs> You've never said anything so smart yeah. in your life. All right. That's You've been bringing genius. the weed. I'll totally get the all beef. I'm sick of stopping hot dogs. at Five Guys Burgers every week to get a hot dog. Well, you know how much waste, time I waste? I know. You are wasting time because okay. you're not going to burger. I need to know what people like, <laughs> what people need on their hot dogs. Buns. Are you a plain motherfucking hot dog eater? Yeah, he is. Yeah. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on. I will give you one guess. I'm the fa- my favorite thing to put on a hot dog. Mayo. <laughs> he probably doesn't eat mayo. No, he doesn't. Mayo There's is new no in my life, and I've tried it, and I'm okay with it. Okay. Very, very thin spread on a BLT where I've toasted the bread oh, perfectly. Yeah. Oh, Miracle Whip's better on a BLT. Versus I've never mayo. had Miracle Whip, but that's a whole no. different thing, man. Miracle Whip's He's not on mayonnaise, okay? Why are you trying to push him to Miracle Whip? Pass. Also, you know that's a great debate. Yeah, I know. Yeah, you're wrong. <laughs> you're wrong. You're wrong. Okay, hold on. Egg salad, mayo, or Miracle Whip? Hot Egg dog salad? Tuesdays. <laughs> <laughs> You know what? It just like rolls it. off the tongue. I know. Hot dog Tuesdays. Perfect. What do you think I like in my hot dog? I'll give you one oh. chance. One choice. One, mm. one besides buns. Onion. I think the fact that I had to say buns originally should have pointed out that nothing else. Elf. <laughs> elf? <laughs> nothing else matters. Hot sauce is really good. Well, I knew it was plain when you yes. said something about the bun. Every now and then, if I'm feeling crazy... Maybe maybe a slice or two of bacon in there. I'm not making you bacon. Okay. <laughs> uh, on the hot dog? Yeah. A bacon dog? Yeah. Wow. You know where they have those? Where? Five Guys Burgers. Yeah. <laughs> so I get it. Is that what you get? Yeah. yeah. Well, you're getting a plain one here. Hey, yeah, the guy that gets I'll the hot dog bacon. bacon. I got oh, some in my pocket go. right now. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I think I have some on me somewhere, that maybe a, in my bag. That would be a Joey Tribbiani uh, moment where he just pulls like bacon yeah. out of his pocket. Yeah. Oh, I brought some with <laughs> yeah. me. I don't leave home without it. Were you a Friends fan? Yes, but I wasn't a dedicated watcher. You know, that was at that time before TiVo, before... You, if you had, you had to record it on VHS yep. or you had to watch it at 7 p.m. on Thursdays. Seven? Wasn't it on about Were that time? Were you living in Indiana? <laughs> <laughs> was it on earlier than that? That's like prime time. I thought it was on at like 8.30. It was on before oh, Seinfeld later? at 9, yeah. It was on later? I, I think it was too. Okay. It was definitely like a, I mean, it was drawn toward I'm a guessing. youth. guessing. Yeah. I could be wrong. Reruns would Why? have been at 7. Why you? Why do you ask? Explain. I don't know. Why the fuck are we talking about this? Friends? I don't know. Oh, I just talked about you Joey Tribbiani. Yeah. Oh. I loved Friends, to be honest. I thought it was great. And I think I loved it more after it was all over. Looking back, I enjoy it more as a put a show on in the background type of show. Like you mm-hmm. do that with that. And Seinfeld, Cheers. 
That shows you how old I am. Cheers. Oh, great show. But Friends, I, I loved, and I, th- I think there's a lot of things they did that were so right that just are comments on life. Mm-hmm. Like pulling out, Joey pulling out a fork out of his pocket and grabbing cake off the floor. Like two other people are huddled over it. Like, what do we do with this cake on the floor? And he walks up. And he looks at him, and they look at him, and they know he loves cake. And he just pulls his fork out of his pocket. He just carries it on him all the time. It's a Rick and Morty conversation, Chuck, where so much is said without having to say anything. Yeah. Mm. So me pulling bacon out of my pocket right now for my bacon dog would have been fantastic. That would be a Joy Tribune yeah. moment. Well, we don't have the hot dogs yet, so you can still plan for it. Yeah, and Duke well, doesn't have a pocket. But now it's there, <laughs> so we'll know. Right. Well, that's what I'm saying. It's not now. It's future. What? Future Duke's got we this. We haven't done the hot dogs yet. We're yeah. living in the future? Future Duke's still... I'm asking ha- about yeah. hot dogs. I'm just going to tell you, Future Duke's having a bacon dog. That's what's happening So here. Future I'm, Duke is bringing his bacon with yeah. him because he gets the dog. And you guys would be like, motherfucker, you brought Newski's bacon from Zingerman's? Holy That's shit. Awesome. Basically, <laughs> my bits. idea of a hot dog toppings would be mustard, ketchup, onion, relish, Ugh. jalapeno. Such a mess. Ketchup, mustard, I'm good. Yep. That's mustard. a lot of stuff going on. Just man. need mustard. It's a lot. I need it. some onions at right. least at minimum. Okay, I'll do some onion too. And a big makeout <laughs> session. Jesus. Yeah. yeah. We're gonna need <laughs> new mic stands. Gonna melt these motherfuckers <laughs> down. Did, Heidi, does anybody saute onions up really nice? Yes. Like grill yeah. them up and then put them on. Yes. Yeah. Hot dog, like grilled onions. Yeah. Yeah. Like so. They okay. do that at Five Guys. It's an option. Really? Mm-hmm. They put them on the flat grill, and they put some Worcestershire sauce and some butter on it. Okay. Is that what they do? Okay, I might try this. That's how I do. I still haven't got around to the chili fries thing that you suggested a few weeks ago, which I'm in love with the idea. Mm. I, I'm sorry. It was my idea. Just the whole world already knew about it. <laughs> 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 I mean, if we're going to be perfectly honest, that's how that transpired. Uh, <laughs> Eureka. Yeah. <laughs> You punch out all the pieces from a board game. That piece of cardboard that's left behind from punching it out is called a sprue. Those sprues remained in different Amazon boxes. Every time I open a new board game, I throw the sprues in this box, and it just got bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger and bigger until I had this huge collection of wasted cardboard that's all painted and colorful from all these companies that made it. It's kind of pretty. This is called hoarding. Yes. <laughs> I, I get this. But then I came up with this idea like, what if we cut it all together and and created this man out of it, sprue man, we burned it? Like, that'd be fun. Like, let's, let's go out and style with this thing. It was a high idea. And I said, like, we could, for a dollar piece, sell videos online and do this through, like, GoFundMe or something. He's like... Uh, I don't think anybody's going to pay a buck to see this. I'm like, trust me, get in with the board game community. And I go, this thing's going to bring in like 30 grand. Trust me. He's like, no way. And then I showed him an article about the guy who wanted to make, what was he making? Fucking pedal, some kind of spaghetti or egg salad or potato salad. Potato salad. salad. I feel like every time I ask you, we go down that same route to get to it. Okay. So he's going to make the, his own potato salad. So he starts to go fund me for like 20 bucks and he makes like $35,000. So I show him this article and he goes, Oh my God, I get it. He realizes it's a joke, right? This whole thing's a joke. We're going to make this big man. We'll make a little video of it. We'll burn it. It'll be funny. And we'll sell tickets on GoFundMe for like a dollar so they can watch the video. And who knows if it blows up in the board game community, maybe we get five grand. Maybe we get 30, maybe we get 20 bucks and have a good laugh and a story. 
He's like, I'm in. I'm like, all right. Now, here's where the long con comes in. (laughs) I didn't want all these at my house. This is a tremendous amount of useless cardboard that you can't do anything with. It's trash. So I say to him, you know, or he says to me, why don't you bring it over to my house and we'll start, you know, getting it out and looking at it and trying to figure out how this will work. I'm like, all right. Yeah, I'll bring it all to your house. (laughs) So we get it there. And then it's a conversation of, well, I don't think I should pack all this back up and like, put it back in my car and take it home because we're going to have to build it here, right? He's like, yeah. That was September 11th, <laughs> 2021. Yeah. It's been almost a year. I mean, by yeah. the time you listen to this, it's August. We're a month away from this mm-hmm. happening. I'm so sorry. You've kept my shit in your house forever. You are not sorry. I'm not. Yeah. You're pleased no, not. with yourself. And my favorite part of the whole story was he opened a board game and took out his sprues and he added them to the pile. So then one night he's like, seriously, man, you got to get all these sprues. You had sprues of your own. Of course. No, no, well, no. I he opened a new. brand new yeah. game. And when he opened that new oh. game, he took the sprues, which, you know, one little set and threw it on the pile of the rest. Okay. So he tells me this, but then the same evening he goes, look, man, my wife is not thrilled with all these out here. Like <laughs> you got to get rid of this. You got to take it home. Like, all right. But then he tells me the story about him putting sprues on. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> You can't put trash on top of something mm. and then give it to me. You can't put trash on top of trash and tell me it's my trash. Your trash is your trash now. You, that's all your trash. So even though it was 99% yours? He's a terrible yeah. friend. Hey, he claimed he, it. I know. I to, try to tell you oh, this I'm all the time. I'm aware of this. Yeah. Dude, I, if, I'm in agreement. If, if my dog shits in your yard and I'm getting ready to clean it up, so your dog walks by and shits more on it, whose responsibility is this? <laughs> I want you to think about that. Whose responsibility is this? Is it mine or is it yours? It's your yard. Your dog shit on top. We're in his garage. He just threw more trash on top. At what point is this his and not mine? He never wanted it. That's a good point. And when you say it like that, it just makes so much sense. <laughs> Which is why I'm winning. Insermation. I mean, we'll just burn them next time we have a fire. I don't care. Oh. <sighs> Never thought of that. Those yeah. things would go up like, oh, fucking Dude, I know. We tested some. We tested one to see it. He goes, we should test one before we put it together. Smart thinking in case we put all this time and energy into it and it doesn't burn. Right. So we took one small one. <laughs> that thing went up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's, to be quite honest, having that many in one spot is probably dangerous. <laughs> <laughs> this is how wildfires start. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's no different than having the fire starter logs. I mean... Oh, uh, I think it is. Well, it'll no. burn fast. That's exactly what these are. Yeah, that's maybe what, that's what they make these out of compressed cardboard, probably. Yeah, but theirs are actually compressed. Yours will have lots of oxygen breathing room, so it'll that's be true. a much bigger blaze. We should bring some to your house so you can see them. Yeah, that's a good idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, there's probably no room in my garage for them, so I reject oh, your offer of your sprues. Now you're going to hear my monologuing out without you guys here. And he's going to be like, my plan to get sprues at everyone's houses is falling apart. I can't seem to get MJ to agree to any sprues. And Tim's mother-in-law lives there. And we're not allowed back. His plan is falling apart. Looks like the bomb will only happen at Chuck's house. He's the one with the acreage. Now I got to get everybody into his blue dream loft and then ignite it. Jeez. Dark. Yeah, it is. Darkest timeline. I'm telling you, take that motherfucker out. So when we were talking about future Duke and future Chuck, 
man, we got to this place where we're like, you know, there's another timeline out there with the dark Chuck and the dark Duke. Those motherfuckers are dark. Like, you got to be careful with them. It's like Star Trek when they had the dark goatees. Mm -hmm. Is there dark versions? Mm -hmm. Your goth version. Or community. Community did a. We're going to run into our versions and we have to not hold anything back and take those motherfuckers out immediately. I think we're fucked. Although. Maybe we're the only set thinking about this, which makes us the dark versions. <laughs> and possible. I'm kind of okay with that. Covering all the bases, like yes. a smart, strategic player. But Reginald? One thing has become clear. This is the darkest, most terrible timeline. Darkest timeline? Of all the timelines, this is clearly the darkest, which is why I propose we commit to being evil. I've made us all black goatees out of felt. I suggest you put them on until you're able to grow your own. I think we're fucked. And we have but one evil goal. Return somehow to the prime timeline. Then we destroy the good versions of ourselves and reclaim our proper lives. Yeah, that sounds dark. Journey to 
dorkiest bullshit I've ever seen. 